Hey, Maggie. Hey, what? What did the Italian chef give to his wait staff? What? A pizza his mind. <laughs> Daddy, that's so funny. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is episode 133, and I am your host, Stephen Dutzman. This is the official video game and board game podcast for EngageFamilyGaming.com. EFG is a website where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give parents and families the information they need to get their family game on. This week, it's all about video games. Specifically, this is the week where we do our E3 predictions. Uh, and I am joined in spirit by several other members of the EFG team. But uh, in voice, I am joined by Sirens and uh, Mr. John Tomlinson. Those of you listening, the Sirens are on his end, not on your own. How are you, As sir? As usual. I am ready to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, man. Dude, you, not only did you totally jump into the news... But you made a bad pun. Like I do. Yeah. Always. That's like your thing. So, a little bit of housekeeping, folks. Um, E3 is here. It is coming faster than I have ever imagined that it would. Um, And much like last year, uh, we are going. I am bringing a strong contingent. Uh, Myself and four other brave warriors will be heading into the the Expo Center in L.A. uh, And we will be covering it. Uh, as best we can, um, there are some pretty cool games that are going to be there, like Smash, and, well, Smash, but Super Smash Brothers, to say it uh, in its official terms, uh, Spyro, the remake. Um, there's some games that uh, I'll be playing that I am not at liberty to speak about, etc. Um, so, uh, for fear of death... Mr. Tomlinson, uh, I, there will be ninjas who will come and get me. Um, so uh, Ninjago ninjas? Maybe ni- not. Not Ninjago ninjas. Um, has because I uh, saw a lot of Ninjago the other day because I was at a very special place located in Connecticut with uh, Ninjago like stuff. You were you were near Lego. Um, that's that. I'm I was jealous, but so. Um, it's going to be a big deal. We're going to be there for... Uh, we fly out to L.A. on the 10th. We will be there until the 15th. Um, I highly recommend that if you don't do it already, um, that you follow us on Twitter, if you have a Twitter, um, and that's at EF Gaming. I definitely recommend that you follow both of our Facebook pages. Um, that would be Engage a Family Gaming Podcast, which is our newest Facebook page that is dedicated specifically to this show and run by Mr. Tomlinson and um, Engage Family Gaming, which is run by me, but also our Instagram account. Um, The Instagram account is going to give you a very, very behind-the-scenes look of what we're seeing. Um, We're going to try and get pictures of all the cool stuff, all the booths, all the giant dragons to get pictures taken of. Um, like we're we're gonna go all out to try and give you guys the full experience, and we have some other really neat uh, experiences planned. So take a look at. Our, make sure that you follow us on all our social media so that we can, um, you know, so that you'll be aware. Um, and on especially on Facebook, make sure that you set it up so you get notifications when we post. Um, that way you don't miss things. So. Um, before we get too much farther, though, I do want to take a moment to thank you for listening this week. Um, 
me and John have been playing some great games, um, and we hope that the games you've been playing have been great also. We want this podcast to be as interactive as possible, so please feel free to reach out to us on social media or shoot us an email um, with any comments, questions, or topic suggestions. Alternatively, you can send a message to either of our Facebook pages, and one or both of us will see it. Um, in fact, that's probably the fastest way to reach either one of us um, because we both get notifications. So um, by all means, use that. So um, this week, we got some very interesting Pokemon news, which John alluded to because he totally jumped the gun because he's a jerk. Um, and we have E3 predictions, which we did last year. John uh, did very well. Uh, he, he, took the, he took home the crown. Um, and this year, uh, we have two new contenders to go along with me and John, and that is uh, Michael, the Infinite co-host, and uh, our friend Drew, who has been on the show, that would be Uncle Badger, and he has not only been on the show, uh, but he's coming with us to LA, uh, and he will be uh, helping document from the perspective of a first-timer who has wanted to go to E3 for a very long time. So it's going to be pretty cool. So um, before we get to that, though, um, let's talk about the news. Um, Because I think, you know, Pokemon um, is obviously a big deal around here. We knew that there was going to be a new Pokemon game coming in 2018, but we did not know what it was. Literally all of that changed last night. I was driving home from my sister's house when I got a call that I needed to watch a trailer. And so I pulled over into a gas station and watched the trailer. And um, yeah, everything was different. So um, I have the press releases here and I'll just go right through it. Basically, they announced four Pokemon games yesterday. Two of them are versions of the same game. One of them is a free-to-start kind of mobile experience that is right now available on Switch. And one of them is confirmation of a core... RPG Pokemon game coming in the latter half of 2019. Um, So that's that announcement. We'll just get that one out of the way. Um, So since they made the point of announcing a core RPG, um, then that obviously stands to reason that the game coming out this year, not a core RPG. And that is absolutely correct. Um, And here's what we've got. They announced uh, two versions of the same game. It is called Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Um, I think it's kind of cool that they are choosing another Pokemon to be like the alternate mascot because it really can't be Pikachu forever. Um, I know it will be, but I think having a second mascot is pretty good. There are a lot of people that really love them some Eevee. Absolutely. So, um... I'm just going to read right from the press release because they did a very good job. Um, I will call out the press releasey language because some of it's funny. Here we go. With Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Pokemon is inviting fans on a new journey by taking them back to a familiar setting. Inspired by Pokemon Yellow, which was, which was originally released on, in Japan on Nintendo's Game Boy in 1998, These two new titles feature many of the intuitive gameplay functions offered to players in the hugely popular Pokemon Go and are designed for players taking their first steps into the Pokemon video game world. Trainers will embark on an epic adventure set in the iconic Kanto region, joined by their trusty Pikachu in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee in Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. They feature brand new gameplay to make the most of the unique capabilities of Nintendo Switch, 
such as throwing Pokeballs to catch Pokemon by swinging their Joy-Con controllers, as well as the opportunity for family and friends to battle and explore together in a new two-player mode. That's bananas. Okay, so a uh, lot to unpack. The rest of this is all PR announcement mumbo-jumbo. Um, bottom line, uh, these two games are coming out November 16th. Um, they are two versions of the same game. There will be mild differences. This is very similar. This is super common. Um, anyone who's a Pokemon fan knows that you got to make a choice. Um, or if you're like us, uh, you don't. You just get them both. <laughs> We're waiting for a little bit more clarity on, like, literally if the only difference is Eevee versus Pikachu, then we probably won't get both, but... Yeah, what, explain to me, like, there's been releases like this, so let me put on the Jenna hat. What is the usual difference between, say, Pokemon Sapphire and Pokemon... What was the last Well, one? Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Pokemon Omega Ruby, um, which are, um remakes of Ruby and, you know, Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire, which were, in fact, Pokemon, uh, remakes of Pokemon Red and Blue. Whoa. Um, are The big differences are um, they have different legendaries. Generally, the story is the same, but sometimes they will have different, um, you know, Pokemon that are available in them. So the idea is, in order to truly catch them all, you either need to buy both games and trade between them, or you need to find someone who has the other game and trade with them. Um, that's largely the difference. Um, in our house, we choose based on who wants what legendary. Like for Sun and Moon, Pokemon Sun had a giant robot lion, and Moon had a bat, like a giant magic bat. So Zubat. No. No. No? No. Um, and no, Zubat is not a legendary. Um, so uh, well, good. There, the oh, never mind. No, never mind. no, no, no jokes. Either. No jokes. No, no. I was gonna say Golbat, but that that's not a legendary either. So, son, listen, sit down. Let the I uh, will explain that in a second. Let, what, because I don't know nothing. Yeah, let the <clears throat> let let the adults talk, John. So, um, about the Pokemon. <laughs> that's the exactly. irony there. So, um, so that's what we do. We choose based on the legendaries, at least in our house. You know, everybody has their preferences, um, but that's ultimately what it is. So, this is nothing new to fans of the Pokemon series. Um, we don't really know what the differences are, but usually the differences are outlined pretty well by the time the games come out. Um, sometimes, most of the time, they're pretty subtle, and you just pick one. It's not like the the you know it's it's not like one is going to be harder than the others you know that type of thing. It's really just a different array of Pokemon. Um, one big thing that was different between Sun and Moon is um, during in Pokemon Sun the default setting was daytime because time passes normally. So the setting the default was daytime, and then in Moon the default was nighttime. Um, so that's one thing. But for the most part, you know, outside of some subtle differences, it's all the same graphics and gameplay, etc. So for these games, they are designed, and it looks like they are designed from the top to bottom to be attractive to players 
who have never bought a mainline Pokemon game before, or maybe are lapsed players who really liked Pokemon Go, um, because they the interface in combat, like when you're trying to capture Pokemon, has the same, literally the same UI uh, as Pokemon Go, with like a little circle that goes down and you throw the Pokeballs at them. Um, I think this is a great half step between Pokemon Go and a full-on Pokemon role-playing game. I would go so far as to say that this is almost like Pokemon Go 2. Feels like they just added exactly. more stuff. Like this, um, and this, I'm fine with that. Yeah, this this is just straight up. This got me because the the only one that I've ever tried was the Pokemon, the uh, blue one that came out for 3DS, uh, which was the last mainline one. And that that was the one I tried. I've played for like an hour or so. Completely lost. Completely just, di- it didn't grab me enough. And it just felt like a very, gr- like I don't even think I made it to a gym, but it just felt like a grindy Okay, well, to be fair, to, me. to be fair, Pokemon yeah. games are pretty grindy. Um, yeah. If you don't like that kind Which of stuff. Which we've discovered. Yeah. But but then Pokemon Go came out, and that was a phenomenon that I jumped onto right away. Before before it was even released, I have an Android, so I was able to download the program before it was officially in the United States, and I was on board. I was out. There's a beach down the street from my house, about five minutes. There is a good uh, three-quarters of a mile stretch. And me and about two to five hundred people every night was walking that beach. Yep. Every night that summer. And I still play Pokemon Go because there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon Go is a part of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Um, you know, biggest thing is like any Pokemon you catch in Pokemon Go, you can transfer them over. Um, which I think is kind of neat. Um, this is this is going to be a great experience. Um, I am particularly interested in our house in the two-player mode um, because our youngest is super interested in Pokemon, um, but she just can't play her own yet. Um, and this way she can play with her brothers, and I think that that will be pretty awesome. So um, to go along with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, they also announced the Pokeball Plus, which is basically a controller peripheral that was specifically designed for this game that looks like a uh, Pokeball. And um, it's designed for this game. Um, It lights up. It makes noise. It has a joystick. It has buttons that you can use to... uh, Because this game can be played with one hand. Um, I'll admit I'm a little curious as to how that works. But we'll see. Um... And it also has some neat functions where in the user interface of the game, you can actually take one of your Pokemon and put it in the Pokeball and then take it for a walk. So if you have Pikachu, you can put it in there and it'll, it's got a speaker, so it'll do the Pika Pika thing while you're at the restaurant. You know restaurant. what that is, right? What? That, that's how you get candy. Maybe. Well, we're going to have to find out. Um, we don't know the details. They haven't announced that, but I'm sure that's how. Because it functions, it's supposed to function similarly to the Pokemon Go Plus like wrist thing that they had before. Yeah. Only this is way better. Um, so I am pretty happy about that. Um, so 
the um, so that is the Pokeball Plus. We don't know what cost, but it is coming day and date with that. Uh, we will have one of those at least. We, we do know the co- it's up for pre-order. And oh, how much is it? Fifty nine ninety nine. Just well, not the not the peripheral. The games are the, game, the games are sixty bucks. We know that because yeah, yeah. they're Switch games. Uh, we don't know the price yeah, of the ga- of the Pokeball. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I would guess that it's probably going to be about forty bucks, maybe forty five. I mean, it is a Joy-Con at the end of the day, so my guess is yeah, that exactly. it's probably going to be about forty. I would love it if it was thirty, but I'm not getting my hopes yeah. up. Um, I know I am pre ordering one. No doubt, because they're going to be hard to find, I think. Um, that package, man, like this is going to sell some switches. Um, and this is going to sell so many copies. It's going to be crazy. So I say this to you now, folks. Um, let's say you don't own a switch yet. And you're going to get one for the holidays. And you know your kids are going to want these games. I think it is. I think it's prudent to pick up these games early. Especially if you want to get the Pokeball Plus. If you see one early, grab it. Maybe if you see a pre-order, pre-order it. Um, Even if you're going to get the Switch later. The Switches are not going to be impossible to find. Um, But these things are, I think. um, Because I think it's a Pokemon game. um, And they're going to fly off the shelves. Um, Especially if your kid is particular about Pikachu. I think if you're an Eevee fan, you're probably going to be alright. But the Pikachu one's going to be hard to find. Um, so I think it is prudent to, uh, grab that now. Also, if you're thinking that you're going to buy these games, um, you, you may have deleted your Pokemon Go off of your, off of your phones. Um, this summer is going to be great. Go play some Pokemon Go over the, over the summer and get ready for these games. Your kids won't know it. They'll probably be happy to do it. Um, but then you can gift them a whole bunch of Pokemon as soon as the game comes in. It'll be super fun. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, that's a neat little family activity to prepare for something later on down the road. Um, so that is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee um, and the controller. Um, how about this? this? is weird. You actually played a little bit of this. Um, is... The um, Pokemon Quest. So, tell me, what what is this thing? Okay. It is a uh, top-down, um, kind of like, uh, like uh, arena-style, like Clash of Clans kind of thing, where you go out and there's an area, there's a big Pokemon, someone there, but like Minion like base pokemon attack you and then like there will be like uh what's the one before slowmo what like the the there'll be slowmos all around slowmo uh pokemon all it's around slow bro and then, so, slow bro and then the the bigger one is slow king will be, slow king will be the one that you fight after you kill off all the minions um the cool thing is there is a auto button where they just go at it, just like minions. Just you pick your three team, and they just run around beating up all the minions until the po- big Pokemon shows up, and then they attack all the big Pokemon. And um, the uh, 
Pokemon themselves, the three that you pick, have like little uh, attacks that you can level up. There is a big um, kitchen pot that you put all your uh, pieces in, and they it's a stew that cooks over four expeditions, which expeditions is when you fight one of the big guys. And um, the thing is, you only have four or five um, powers, mm-hmm. four, four or five expeditions you could do before you need to refill your energy. And energy will be tied to an in-app purchase. Or over time, just like any other free-to-play game. Um, okay. I mean, that, I downloaded it myself, so I'm going to give it a shot. It is interesting. I kind of want to... Um, I, I, I kind of think I want to play it on mobile when it comes there this summer. Definitely. It, it, it looks like it, it's a good time-wasting, like, free-to-play game. That, and the aesthetic is really cool because it's that, uh, you know, old-school 8-bit kind of blocky, like, almost uh, Minecrafty, but, like, super high-res, obviously, because everything that's 8-bit is now super high-res yeah. anyway. But, uh, yeah, it definitely, it, it scratches that itch of Pokemon and Minecraft at the same exact time. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. We'll have to, you know, we'll have to see. Um, the, um, so, yeah, I mean, looking at the press release, I mean, it is a, it's a, it's a free-to-start game. Um, you know, I, I, I I don't know, man. I, the only thing that I th- the only th- good thing that I think is going to come out of this game is the is the cute blocky merch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's gonna be money. Just that's a license to print money. Just Pokemon in different styles. Uh, about a month or the uh, the April Fool's update to Pokemon Go. All the Pokemon that you were catching only for that week or so. Were all eight bit Pokemon, and it looked amazing. And then they pulled it because they were like, "Oh, it's an April Fool's update." Like, no, I, I, I want my like eight bit Pokemon just like I have my Pikachu with the Santa hat, my Pikachu with the New Year's hat. You know, like the, it's absolute perfect marketing. Yeah, I, I agree. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, I am, I, I am looking forward to it. Um, just because I want to see, I mean, mainly I'm downloading it now just to give uh, Maggie something to do, because <laughs> um, I think she might kind of enjoy it. But we will have yeah, to. Yeah, that au- that auto button is perfect for her. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, all right, so that is really all the news. Um, there were some grown up things that we'll talk about, you know, probably during E3. But what I would, what I'd like to do now. Let's take a little bit of a break, and then uh, we're going to come back and we're going to do some E3 predictions. Are you ready, John? I am ready. All right, folks. We'll be right back.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Engage, a family gaming podcast. It is still episode 133. We're still talking about video games, and it is still me and John talking about E3. So, um, specifically, we have E3 predictions. Now, this is how the game is played. Uh, Mr. Tomlinson, myself, the infinite co-host, and uh, Uncle Badger, Drew, gave us... Uh, we all may we all have written down three predictions. We are going to share our three predictions and um, earn points based on what comes true or not. Um, and then uh, whoever wins uh, wins bragging rights. Last year, Mr. Tomlinson was the champion um, because hashtag Steve is bad at games, um, and I think predictions do count as games. Um, but this year, I'm bringing the thunder. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through uh, our friends first. Um, and we can, we'll have some room for discussion. Um, and then uh, Mr. Tomlinson and I will go back and forth. So um, let's start with the infinite co-host, shall we? Uh, first off, everybody, he sends his best from the frozen north. Um, he wishes he could be here, uh, be here but... He has to take care of the little one. So, he has three. First, he believes that we will see in-engine gameplay for Metroid Prime 4 on the Nintendo Switch. For those that do not know what that necessarily means, in-engine gameplay means we see what the game will look like when it is running, as opposed to a trailer that was not running. Um, where it was just made to look like a movie. Um, he says that we will see actual gameplay. Um, I think that is absolute hogwash, but that's his uh, that's his first prediction. What do you think? Uh, what did you think about Metroid last year when I said Metroid is coming? I said it wasn't coming, and you said it was coming. I don't think they're going to show gameplay. Um, but I'll get to my predictions later. We got, we got a logo last year. We got a logo. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, we got a logo. I, um, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I, 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 I'm with you, but, like, I'm with you for last year. Like, I only get credit because it was announced. I knew nothing else was coming, but, like, I, I may, I actually, I more than agree with him. I think that there might be a Metroid by the end of the year. You are absolute. All right, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it because I have my own. But prediction. that's not part of my prediction. Right, that's fine. We'll not get into that. We'll prediction. get into that. All right. So that is one of his predictions. Um, and by the way, everybody, we're going to keep this honest. There is an article that will be going up tomorrow, which will be the day this pod. So today, in the order that these podcasts get published, no. There's an article that's going up on Thursday. It is Friday. Yep. So this will be it will be live before this goes up uh, with all of our predictions. So you can leave comments and tell us what you think. And I am inviting those comments. So um, that's his first in-engine gameplay for Metroid Prime Switch. I think he's crazy, but who knows? Um, number two, I think this is kind of a gimme. I should have told him no, but whatever. Technically, it's allowed. Um, a release date for Kingdom Hearts three. Then we will be given a release date. I think that is yeah. fair. I um, think that's the only that's a definite because they've said it's this year, and also there are people in the industry of other news sites that have physically played the game. Yep, um, and multiple it was a levels. Week. So it was yeah. a judge's week. 
Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, yeah, this is one of those ones. They already said they were going to give us the release date. Um, but I'm going to give it to him because I know he doesn't pay attention to that stuff. So, um, so that is a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, and his last one, um, and this is why I feel perfectly fine giving him the gimme on the release date for Kingdom Hearts 3, is he believes that they are going to give us the season and year date for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Specifically, no. so here's what that means. They'll say fall 2020 <laughs> or spring 2019 or something like that. Um, sure, buddy, you keep on wishing that game. I, I'm not even convinced that game ever comes out. It does come out, but they still have not hired a battle designer. Yeah. So, so yeah. Like, like, like th- this is uh, Mike's, like, he's one foot in and then one foot completely out where like with that said with that said he he, they could come in and say winter 2020 and i think that's doable maybe no i don't think we'll hear anything i I, you know we'll talk about that um but those are his three predictions so in review in engine gameplay for metroid prime switch a release date for kingdom hearts 3 a season and year date, so a release window is what they call that. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> for the Final Fantasy VII remake, and those are the three predictions from the Infinite Co-host. Now let's get Uncle Badger in here. Uncle Badger has three predictions. First is about a game not for the kids. However, he is one of our contributors for one for the grown-ups, so I guess it makes sense. He says, there will be a ghost of Tsushima, this is a, a direct quote, there will be a ghost of Tsushima gameplay demo, I will see it and very nearly pass out. Um, he, he made it very clear that he wanted me to include his reactions as part of the prediction, um, and here's the downside of that. If he sees it and doesn't nearly pass out, I'm taking points away, and I'm going to be right next to him. So he better, he better, I don't know. Um, So that is the uh, Ghost of Tsushima is uh, being made by Sucker Punch. Uh, It's a first party Sony studio. Um, This is a samurai game. I think a good, (coughs) what I think it might be, I mean, we don't really know. Um, We're going to find out at E3. um, But I think it's like Red Dead Redemption with samurais. Um, If that's what it is then I'm all in because I love that period of history. Um, so, yeah, red, I, I don't really like cowboys, but samurais and ninjas and stuff, I'm just in. So um, that could be neat. His second prediction, Nintendo will finally show off Metroid and Pokemon. I see them and very nearly wet myself. So he's very, he's going to be very emotional. Um, I would be absolutely surprised if they don't show off Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu at the press conference or during their direct at least so but he's he's thinking that we're going to see Metroid 2 um I I think at least halfway he's going to be there because they're going to show Pokemon because they're going to want to show more details it's going to be the biggest game of the year I think um and lastly the rumored new Fable game will be announced He will hear of it and nearly cry actual tears of joy. Um, I I like this. 
That is a sneaky bet, and I think that it is very possible. Also, he said announced. He did not say we would see anything crazy. I think if Xbox rolls out with a Fable logo, the world is going to explode. Like, Microsoft needs... They have a first-party games problem, and they need to bring everybody back. Like, we need... They need... They they need Fable. You know what I mean? What do you think? Absolutely. Like, uh... Xbox basically doesn't have a uh, big contingent with us, and their their exclusives have not so much fallen off. Um, if uh, if I was on a different podcast and was to make a prediction, I would say Halo Six is coming, but that's not our group of people. But they're actually uh, Halo or Halo off. games are T rated now. Oh, so they are, yeah. So we can talk about Halo. If I wanted to, like, use one of my predictions, I'd say Halo 6 is definitely coming this year. Not not this year, but, like, announcement will be coming at E3. I don't think it's coming this year, but I definitely think there's announcement coming. All right. I mean, they need to bring the heat with first-party games. So Absolutely. Because um, we got, look at, we got Spider-Man... God of War. Um, there's a couple other yeah. PS4 uh, exclusives this year that are just hands down, just bangers. Everything you you need to buy the system. Yep. And the the same with Switch is like absolutely anybody that's played a Nintendo game will want to buy a Switch this year uh, because everything is out now. Everything will be out by the end of the year. You're gonna have a Pokemon game. You're gonna, you already have your Mario game, you have your Zelda game, you're going to have your Smash game, and you're going to have a sports game that is Mario-themed. So everything is is there. To buy, the, the council killers are all there. And you got Donkey Kong in there. Yeah. It, like, everything, no, 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 everything's no. out yeah. for the Switch, like, that's exclusive Nintendo so, games. And a Kirby. Wait, all right, wait. Like, but we're talking about Xbox here. You just... Yeah, yeah, but that's why I'm saying like, like the uh, uh, games that are synonymous with Xbox, like they're not pulling in the kind of numbers they should be. Yeah, that is so true. They 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 need an exclusive to get hype up. Um, I'm gonna be real. I don't even think they need one. I think they need multiple. And that'll feed into oh, some absolutely. Of, that'll feed into some of my predictions as well. So, yeah. uh, just to repeat them. Um, and again, this is all going to be in an article up on the mothership that we will talk about soon. Um, uh, and, and you'll be able to keep us honest and make your own predictions. Because uh, I'd like to see everybody else come up with three and, and uh, challenge us. Uh, so, prediction number one, there will be a Ghost of Tsushima gameplay demo. I will see it and very nearly pass out. Nintendo will finally show off Metroid and Pokemon. I will see them and nearly wet myself. The rumored new Fable game will be announced, and I will hear of it and very nearly cry actual tears of joy. If he doesn't cry, he's not getting full points. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they announce it released in July. If he doesn't cry, yeah. he's not getting it. Um, so that is our co-hosts. So let's talk about us. Um, who wants to go first? We'll go one for one. with our. Or do you want to do your three? 
and then I'll close it out. What do you? Uh, I'll do my first one, and then I'll let you go. And All then right. We'll go back and forth. Sure. So, um, last year I predicted that there'd be Animal Crossing, and unfortunately there wasn't. But the way that I see that Pokemon Go came out, and now we have a Pokemon Go Switch. I believe there will be announcement for an Animal Crossing game, and there may be, uh, for Switch, it may be an exact direct link to the mobile game, or something will have a cooperative uh, component, but uh, I think there's a full-scale Animal Crossing gaming coming out. Okay. I don't think there's going to be two... Like there will be with Pokemon, where there's Pokemon Go, Switch, Eevee, and Pikachu, and then there's a Pokemon mainline game coming out the following year. I think there's going to be a full-scale, regular Pokemon game, or Animal Crossing game coming out next year, though. Okay. Um, maybe. Um... So, here's my prediction. Um, I don't think that they say the word Metroid. I don't think Nintendo will say the word Metroid. I'm going to stick... I'm sticking with my guns. Um, I don't think they're going to say it. I I think it's happening. (laughs) I agree with Mike for some reason. I I, I really think it's happening. Alright. Well, y'all are crazy. Uh, and I and I'm putting it in there. I do not believe they will say the word Metroid. Okay. Um. So that's your prediction. Yeah, they okay. will not say the word Metroid during their presentation. So you're making a negative prediction rather than a positive. Yeah. Prediction. Okay. I am predicting that Fine. they will not say the word Metroid during their okay. presentation. What do you got? More Labo. Oh. Absolutely more Labo kits are coming because this this is a surprise hit because of the backlash of older single people that don't have kids like myself going this isn't for me and it's actually a hit i see the people that i hear that actually touch it and actually play with it are just like what like this is cool like i was enthralled watching your kids and the warbles actually build the stuff while you guys were away and i was like i that 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 stuff looks cool and like yeah i don't have kids but like i wish i did so that i could play with labo like it looks so cool it is pretty cool not gonna lie about that have you guys played with the uh programming stuff yet or no truth be told we haven't even had time to build the robot yet oh geez um there's just there's just so much going on you know what i mean but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, but no, we haven't really gotten a chance to play with it. Uh, the kids, you know what? They are really, really loving the um, the piano. The That's piano has gotten piano. more play than, I think, just about anything else, really. Even more than the bike? I'm surprised the bike's not getting that much play. Um, yeah, me too. But no, they, they are... Re- they are all in on um, the uh, on the piano. Jake just really wants to learn "Happy Birthday," man. 
So, uh, so I am with you. That is not something that I would have predicted, but you know what? I think it makes total sense. Um, so, um, how many Nintendo Labo sets have to be announced in order for you to get points? I, I mean, you said Nintendo more Nintendo Labo sets. If they just come out with one, that's like a pinball table. Are you are you in? Actually, a pinball table Labo would be rad. right. <laughs> you just, you just signed your own uh, uh, credit slip right there. <laughs> oh my god! I really yeah. I would buy you that so that fast. Now. You want that right now? Uh, oh man! I, I think there's three more kits coming. We have two, three. All uh, right. I think there's gonna be five kits in total by the end of the year, just to start off the collection. All right, that's fine. I like it. All right, what do I think? So, um, my first one was negative, and I'm going to be real. That was my only negative one. Mm. Um, Microsoft, at their press conference, is going to announce two new exclusive IP. Like, wait, no, two new... They're going to announce Fable, because I think Fable is going to be announced... And something else that is new. Not like a Forza, not a Gears, not a Halo. Gotcha. Like something new. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. Like, maybe they hire somebody and do like a JRPG. something. But they're going to have another game. So, I don't know how to phrase that. Not too new IP, but like, how about I'm just going to say this. Microsoft will announce Fable and one new I'm going to say one new IP. Yeah. I think Fable will announce Fable and one new IP. Um, I think Fable, the reports were too good. Um, I think they could very easily get people excited and hype. I mean, a logo for Fable. Yeah. Literally a logo. Will make it... I mean, we are... We would absolutely write probably like three articles yeah. just about Fable because of a logo. Yeah, exactly. It would make it. It would make it onto my ex- things I'm most hyped for list. I mean, th- this is they would get so much mind share from pu- from just putting a logo. If they could get a little bit of voice acting, maybe some concept art, it just gets better. Um, Fable is just one of those things, and I know. Phil Spencer has said that they are trying to solve the problem. Um, and they this doesn't have to be like a huge AAA game, but like I think they would get they're gonna get another studio and they're gonna start making a game. Um and, and they're gonna announce a new IP. So um I mean I don't think that those would count if it's ID at Xbox, like to be clear, because those are all new IP. Um but they're gonna they're gonna announce something fable and something else substantial that is a new IP. You think that's fair? I think the the Absolutely. I'm having trouble putting it into a succinct way, but I think the message. Uh, is yeah, there. I think I think we get you. There's going to be something new that hasn't been attached to any other franchise. At, and fable. At, and fable. Yep. All right. So what's your number three? My number three is a. The, this more along the lines of what I said with uh, the Labo, I think there will be a new style of Joy-Con. Like, like whether it's, you know, what we saw with the fishing pole, like something along the lines of like the tennis racket that we got 
for the Wii. All right. You know, not specifically, not specifically, but I think there will be some sort of different thing that is, that has all the Joy-Con parts built inside of it. Okay. I'm down. That sounds rad. And that goes beyond the Pokeball. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking credit for the Pokeball. All right. Um, okay. So my last one. Um, I've had like three or four bouncing around and I don't want to be negative because I don't want you to yell at me. Um, I think that, um, I think Sony is going to pull a one more thing at their press conference and they're going to announce a new full on Gran Turismo like PS4 Pro, like they're just gonna go bananas on a traditional, not like Gran Turismo Sport that that just went to hell. Yep. No, I mean like legit Gran Turismo Seven. I think it might be at this point, maybe eight. Whichever the next numbered Gran Turismo, I think they are going to announce it, and um, it. I don't know when it's gonna come out because. Polyphony doesn't put games out on time. They're almost as bad as Square Enix. Um, but I think they are... Uh, I think it's going to be... That's going to be a big deal. Um, and I, I, it's going to look awesome. But yeah, I'm thinking that they're going to announce Gran Turismo. I think it's time. Oh, I agree. I, I, I'm behind that one. And I also would not and be I'm surprised. And I'm not a Turismo fan, but yeah. Oh, I mean, me either. Um... But I think that's one of those games that it would not surprise me if they announce it, and it's cross-gen. Yeah. Like, it comes out at the tail end of the PS4 and is a launch title for the PS5. Because let's be real, if you want a launch title, now would be the time to announce Gran Turismo to have it be a launch title on PS5 because you get the hype, people know it's coming, um, and then... How do you show off a new game's graphics, a new console's graphics, but with a stellar racing franchise? I, I mean, the fact that that PS4 didn't launch with a Gran Turismo game is weird. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah, that's my third prediction. Gran Turismo, baby. Well, the way they're talking about the PS5 is the fact that it's going to have the same architecture as the PS4. So therefore, PS4 games will be able to play on PS5. Theoretically, we don't know. Theoretically. But I think they would be um, at a significant disadvantage to Microsoft moving forward, considering that Microsoft has said already, everything you buy now will play on your next console. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds great to me. You know, that's why, I mean, that that in and of itself makes things like Games for Gold... Yeah. A investment because you you know in two, you play two or those three games years forever because you own them forever. Um, so yeah, so there we go. So uh, let's re- let's review your pres- uh, predictions. All Nintendo related. Yep. You went all in on Nintendo. I did. So it, it, Tuesday, you wanted to do the crazy ones. We got time. We do. All right. Well, let's just review them okay. and then we'll do yeah. some crazy ones. Because yep. um, uh, I have a bananas one. Oh, me too. Um, so. Uh, so 
But you're all in on Nintendo. So Tuesday yeah. at noon Eastern is when it's all the cards are on the table for you. Um, Animal Crossing announced uh, three new Nintendo Labo sets um, and a new style of Joy-Con. Um, I, how about uh, how about a GameCube-shaped one? Yeah, exactly. To go with the Smash. Uh, that would be pretty rad. Um, for me, I say that Nintendo will not say the word Metroid during their presentation. Watch them announce a new like metroid amiibo or they yeah. say metroid is involved in smash actually i might have killed myself because yeah. i didn't even think of that <laughs> i'm not gonna change it i'm not gonna change it um hopefully they just say samus yeah because that doesn't count that doesn't but man count. i totally screwed myself i didn't think if of that. they say samus from metroid you're done then i'm out you're done i'm done <laughs> You're right. Um, I was uh, I was very dumb, but I'll take it. Um, Microsoft will announce Fable and one other new IP, and Gran Turismo will be announced. I think it's time, guys. I think it's time for Gran Turismo. All right. So, um, and you know what? Uh, the Infinite co-host has a crazy one, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to read that. So, crazy predictions are things that we wish would happen, but that we do not know. Uh, that, that, but that we are all but certain will not. Yeah. So from the Infinite co-host, Nintendo will announce a Switch role-playing game set in the Earthbound universe. Uh, that is not going to happen, but man, would it be fun. Yeah. If like, um, this Tomlinson, is something we don't know that they're working on in the background somewhere, it'd be awesome. I mean, if they do announce that, like a new Earthbound RPG for the Switch... And he gets that. I mean, that's like calling your shot. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so that's a Babe um, Ruth What is stuff your right crazy? Yeah, that's bananas. Yeah. yeah, what's your crazy prediction? My point to the stands Babe Ruth look is the N sixty four classic, only because oh. I am willing this into existence. There is no good emulation of sixty four out there, and you know, people that know me, I like that's emulation it. stuff because. There, there's got, not going to be a traditional virtual console for the Switch, but I think they're just going to rebrand it and give us those games anyway. But um, I really wish they would make a classic. That's the one where I can't get a hand on those games very easily. Yeah, and um, I just want I I want to finally sit down and play Majora's Mask on my big screen. I get that. Here's my comment. I think you might be right by the end of the year. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be right at E3. Yeah, I don't think I think this is one of those things that's going to be right at a press release. But I absolutely think a Nintendo 64 Classic is inevitable. Yeah, that's I think the real question is, does the N64 Classic come out first? Um, I think a Game Boy Advance Classic would come first. Um, Because I think that... I think a Game Boy Advance Classic is also inevitable. Um... But we'll have to see. Yeah, um, but I, I, like, 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 if we take a minute and we talk about this for a second, the uh, uh, redundancy. Um, the fact that is there enough of a market to play something that's not on your phone that you need to take another device that's going to be a portable thing? Yeah, like, like yeah, that's so. that's my problem with the. I love. I love the idea of a Game Boy Classic. That that's perfectly fine. But is there enough of a draw for me to carry another device around 
like I the 3ds so. that's not my switch like what yeah i think so yeah i think so um i really wish they just put it all on a cart and put it in my switch that's well, what i want there's that. like, that's there that's what that. i really want with everything there is that yeah there is that i have no idea why they haven't just like for just put 40 them... bucks here's the NES, SN, here's 40 bucks here's the nes classic exactly nes classic um, snes classic here, you know here's 60 bucks and you could take yeah. it anywhere in the world that's as much as it cost with a, Listen, like, like you're I not get the, you. buying the system you like Here's the Listen, software. I get, I get you. I get you. Um, I think there is enough demand. Yeah. There are some hipsters that would love to have a Game Boy. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said, I think it's the Game Boy Advance. Um, and I think it's possible. I think that it is actually possible um, to make it small enough, to make it cool enough. I, I think they could do it. But that is not my crazy prediction. Um, but I, I think you're in 64. I don't think that's that crazy. Yeah. I don't think that's bananas. Um, I think we're just fitting that there because it's a prediction. Um, I think you would earn points for that uh, because I think it, they could absolutely announce it. Um, but at the same time, they could just wait a month and put it in a press release in the middle of the summer, just like they did both the NES and SNES Classic. Yeah. We could just wake up one morning and I'm panicking in the Discord saying, hey, we got to write about the N64 today. Um and I'd be super fine you, with all we, of that. We've had our lists on file for months now because this has been in yep. rumors for like six oh, yeah. months now. Yeah, we're we're gonna have most of our stuff pre written. So yeah. all right, so for me, my crazy prediction is again I'm heading to Microsoft stage. Microsoft will announce a new JRPG IP. And this specifically is a new. This is not this. I, I think specifically. So, I think if they roll out and they go, we're gonna have Fable and like, oh, we bought this company and they're gonna make a shooter. Like that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking. Like it's yeah. just gonna be another kind of game. Um, no, I I think <laughs> it would be bananas if they were like, nope, we bought this company or we hired this company and they're gonna make a console exclusive. JRPG. That'd be cool. Um, that is my. I think because Phil Spencer said that they were gonna that there was gonna be a JRPG presence. I believe him. Um, but I am taking it a step further. Um, I'm gonna take it a step further and say that they're gonna have an exclusive JRPG. They've done it before. Remember? Mm-hmm. Blue Dragon on the 360. Um, so, we will have to let the people decide what is or is not a JRPG. Yep. But that's my crazy prediction. You want to do... I, I could shoot off some more. I got some good ones. Yeah. Give me, give me another one. Uh, another one I am willing into existence is... A Final Fantasy collection of one through ten. Or, or I don't think one, one through, through ten nine. will happen. One I think it's gonna nine. be one through nine. Yeah, yeah one I've through been nine. predicting that for, I've been praying for that for a long time. Yeah, that's um I want just it put so it on bad. a disc. Put it, put it on a, a disc. Put it on a PS4 disc or a DLC downloadable 
and I'm in. I, I will pay $60 for all nine of those games to play on my HD television. I mean, I would buy the special edition. Yeah. And pay, and pay 150 put, bucks. Put that on the Vita. That's the swan song to the Vita. Like, Well, it's already... The, yeah, I know. Many of them are already on the Vita separately. Uh, yeah. Um, the, the question is whether or not they can justify putting them all together with enough special... Um, Content. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And the other thing is I just I just want Kingdom Hearts on Switch. All the Kingdom Hearts, wherever I am, forever. Um, yeah, sure. Like, just the collection um, is fine with me. And then uh, later on, I will re-buy Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Switch. Because that's going to be a six-months-later game from whenever we actually get the uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> They get they had um, the, the exclusive with drop distance before the uh, HD uh, final mixes came out. So yeah. Um. All right. So I think that's everything. We've done some predictions. We have. Um, man, we got a wild show coming coming ahead of us. I'm so um, excited. S- yeah, I'm I mean, nervous. A lot of work. Yeah. I'm working. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of in and out Burger. Yep. Um, so we are very excited. So um, those of you listening, thank you very much. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Um, we will be back next week with a board game podcast uh, that will be kind of finishing up um, our podcast before we go crazy. During the week of E3, as a reminder, you will wake up every morning with a new podcast it's going to be a little shorter this time, little bite-sized morsels of coverage because uh, we realized we uh, we chatted the hell out of you last year. We learned some lessons. Also, uh, Mr. Tomlinson does not want to edit us for an hour every night. Well, um, odds, so, odds are I will have a new job by then, and it will be yeah, so we, a job I can't let go. Yeah, so we're going to have to be – so we're going to have to be very good. Um, to make sure that he is fine. Um, so uh, we'll be doing podcasts every day. We're going to have, uh, but they will be shorter. Uh, we will have Instagram photos all crazy. We're going to be putting stuff up on YouTube. Um, I'm going to see a whole lot of games. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, and you're going to find out a whole lot about what your game, what games your kids will be asking for and playing over the next couple of years. Um, but before we do that, I, I come to you with hat in hand with one request. If everyone who listened to this podcast right now and loved our message would think today, just today or tomorrow, think about one person in your life who you think would also want to hear what we have to say. Um, Share with them our podcast or our Facebook page or our Twitter. Um, You can share with many people if you would like, but if, if everybody thought about one person to share us with, um, that would be great. And frankly, if you keep doubling things every week, eventually I'll be bigger than Tim Ferriss. So, you know, that'd be fun. Um, so please, I'm here with hat in hand. Um, please do so. Um, a bigger audience for us means more access to bigger events. Um, means 
the ability to, you know, eventually get sponsorships and things like that so I can actually pay uh, the people that do the work for us. Because um, right now this is a labor of love and we'd like to do something a little bit bigger. So uh, thank you very much in advance. Um, and also, uh, simpler things, uh, leave us a review. Um, make sure that you like our Facebook page. Maybe throw a little heart down on some of our um, posts, things like that. All of those little things will add up significantly, and we would appreciate that. But even if you don't want to do that, keep listening, and we will see you next week when we talk about board games, and we have a special guest talking about another Kickstarter. Um, And I'm pretty excited about that. They have never been on this show before, so it'll be pretty fun. So until then, uh, we hope you have a wonderful week. And this is Steven and John signing off. But don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye now. Everything is awesome. Thank you for listening to Engage, a family gaming podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Engage.